Hola, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Mujeres in the Know. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm so excited to bring you a new episode. We're still in season three. It's been going great and I'm just, I get so excited to make new episodes. We have a super amazing guest for this one. Her name is Maru de la Paz and she is actually Mrs. Cinco de Mayo, Texas for 2021. Maru is an amazing role model for women from all walks of life. She's currently representing her title in the Rio Grande Valley community of South Texas and with the platform Maribel Pageant Productions, Inc. So if you might be interested in competing and to be a part of and experience this beautiful, prestigious, cultural and educational extravaganza pageant that's happening in 2022 for the Miss Miss Teen Cinco de Mayo statewide pageant in San Antonio, or maybe in the Coastal Bend area or in the Rio Grande Valley, go ahead and listen to this episode. Maru is currently, like I said, the Mrs. Cinco de Mayo, Texas for 2021. And she will share her story and she'll let us know what it took to get that title, why she got that title, how she got it, and what she's done in her life in the community to get this title. Let's get started and let's talk to Maru. So Maru, can you tell us where were you born and raised and can you share with us a little about your upbringing? Yes, so I was born and raised in Del Rio, Texas, a border town. My early years of elementary, I was um, living on the Acuna side, which is the, the border with Del Rio. Um, so I did kindergarten there. I did elementary. I went to a, uh, a private school. I went to a Catholic school all through sixth grade. By the time I was going to go from sixth grade to seventh grade, my parents decided that it was time for me to go to school across. So that's when I um, started my journey on the American side, right? And so my parents had a house on both sides. And so I, I started school seventh grade in Del Rio. And it was a struggle. It was a struggle for me because of my the language barrier. So through my elementary years on the um, on the Mexican side, uh, my parents always sent me to to English classes, right? And so since first or second grade, I was practicing the language. But then it was an eye opener when when I started seventh grade on the American side, and it was it was all English, right? So automatically. Uh, within a week of starting school, they placed me in an ESL class. So I was one of those ESL students for uh, probably my sixth, yeah, seventh grade year. And yeah, seventh grade year. So after that, I, I picked it up. I picked up the language. I was fine. And, and But the first first year was hard. It was a little complicated with a language barrier, but, but I survived. And so after that, um, I finished high school in Del Rio. My, I have two sisters and a brother we uh they all went to well I, my my brother did go to school for a little bit on the mexican side as well but my sisters all went to school on the american side so so we're all bilingual we're all bilingual we can all speak and write the language and um and we did we did fine we're in a good place all of us Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Maru. Is competing in a pageant something you've always desired to do? And what was your inspiration to compete? So I was actually a a pageant director a couple of years ago when I lived at Del Rio. Um, I was actually not thinking about doing a pageant, especially at this age, right? But in conversation with with Maribel, she asked me if I would, uh, she says, look, after looking at all the um, community stuff that you do in in the Harlingen area and your background and all the struggles you've been through as a single mom and raising kids and, and look where you're at now, I feel that you would be the 
perfect candidate for to represent the Mrs. Cinco de Mayo, Texas. And so I asked her to give me a couple of days to think about it, right? So I thought about it, spoke, spoke it over with my family, and I and I accepted the the invitation to to participate and, and represent. And so my goal for accepting um, the role is pretty much to inspire other women to to feel empowered, to feel beautiful, to feel accomplished, to feel confident, to feel independent, and and to know that no matter what age you are, how old you are, you can still do a lot of things that maybe you couldn't do earlier in life, or or maybe that maybe you feel that you're in shape. And that, you know, you're smart and, and you already accomplished, but you, you still have a little bit of a doubt in competing in a pageant, but you always wanted to do it. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can do anything you want. You want to do a pageant, do it. You want to do a marathon, go out there and do it. doesn't matter how old you are. You go out there and conquer whatever you want to conquer. There is an opportunity out there for every single woman, no matter how old you are. So specifically on the Mrs. part of the pageant, right? Because there's a tiny Cinco de Mayo, there's the Miss Cinco de Mayo. So my uh, specific role is going to be Mrs. Cinco de Mayo. So some of the qualities that, that they're looking for in this particular category is, of course, education on the history of Cinco de Mayo, um, knowing the culture and community involvement. I know that's one of the things that, that they're looking at besides a couple of other things that will be announced later, but community involvement is a, is a big deal. So so if you're already involved in the community, uh, you, you understand the, the history of the Cinco de Mayo, you're bilingual, you're Latina, go out there, go to the website, Go to the Facebook page and look at the look at the dates for the pageant and see if this is something that that you're interested in. I mean, the opportunity is there. Go out there, go out there and do it. There's not going to be a talent competition, I understand, for this particular age group uh, or category of the pageant. But if you have any of the other, if you meet any of the criteria that I just mentioned, go out there and sign up. This is a great opportunity for you to go out there, represent and inspire other Latina women to come out and do the same. Thank you so much, Maru. How did you and the founder, also the statewide director for the Miss Cinco de Mayo, the statewide pageant, Maribel, meet each other? Um, I met Maribel a few years back here in Harlingen. So so we we met and, and uh, Maribel has always uh, been very involved in the community. And I know that she started a scholarship program in the Upper Valley and she's successful with that. I know she's from here, from from Harlingen, and and I know she was a folklorical dancer for many many years, and I that's very inspiring. I know she she's about to start that journey also in San Antonio, so I've known her for a couple of years, and I know that this is something that she's been wanting to do for a long time. Um, I'm excited for her. What are a couple of ways you use or will use your Mrs. Cinco de Mayo platform to bring awareness on important issues? Um, again, going back to, to what I mentioned earlier, I, I, w- I would love to, once they choose the winner um, for, for this category, I would love to, to sit down with that, with that woman and talk about some of the, some of the things that, that we should be focusing on in our communities, right? Depending on, on what community she's from, because I, I know that this is a statewide pageant, but, but I can definitely share some of the 
some of the awareness that I'm going to be focusing on here. And I'm already involved here in different organizations. So for me, it's just going to be a continuation of what I'm already doing, right? I serve on different boards. I, I will continue to advocate for women and, and uh, young women um, that that want to that wanna be successful but don't have the means to or don't have the guidance or don't have someone to inspire them or or encourage them to do so, right? And so once we have a winner, I would love to to sit with that particular person and, and coach her, guide her, help her be a, a better community leader, a, a to understand the power of servanthood, right? That's very important for a queen. I know that you are extremely involved in your community. Can you share with us the organizations you're involved with and what motivates you to get involved and with the organizations and to serve on a board? Yes, Natalie. Uh, so I am involved in, in a couple of organizations and the, the ones that I'm involved with right now, um, so one of them is Triumph Public Schools and, and it used to be considered a charter school. So some of those students that, that attend Triumph Academies, Triumph Public High Schools, a lot of those students are, some of them have dropped out from regular high school or have not been able to continue their education for whatever reason. and or some of them have kids already, have two, three kids. Um, so it's a, it's a variety of students that we have there. And so, you know, when I've gone to the school and, and I see, you know, I see what the students are facing, right? Uh, some of them don't have transportation to get there. You know, some of them struggle to, to go from, you know, point A to point B. And so seeing what they're going through, it, it takes me back to the time when, I was 19 years old and a young mom, and that could have been me. That could have been me at 19, but luckily I had my parents and I had, I had brothers, sisters. I had a family that, you know, at a very young age, having a child, well, that was back in the day, that was that was not, not acceptable, right? I mean, it's probably not acceptable now yet, but but back in the day it was not acceptable, right? So, so, but still my parents supported me and they were there for me and, and I was able to raise my, my daughter with the help of my parents. But that could have been me. That could have been me if I didn't have my mom, my dad, or, or the support of the financial support of a family, right? So being a school board member for Triumph Public Schools um, gives me that sense of gratitude for all those things that that God allowed me to have back when I needed to have them, right? Like the support, the love of family, and and the financial part of it, right? Um, so now, what what I'm doing is providing that support, the the guidance, and the however I can I can be of of help and support to the schools. There's four campuses here in the valley, and I represent San Benito. I represent the San Benito um, Academy, and I've been a school board member there for about going on four years, I believe, three, four years. So that that's very special for me. Um, another organization that I'm part of is the Harlingen Area Educational Foundation, which is part of the school district uh, here in Harlingen. I am the vice president of the board. And, and again, I mean, there, there's an attachment to that organization because when I moved here to Harlingen, uh, my kids were my kids were young and, and it was a very scary move moving from Laredo to here and I, I was afraid I was I was not sure of the school system here and and uh, you know being new to to this area I, I didn't trust the system you know I did a little bit of research but but I was I was afraid 
as time passed by, I realized that I was in a very, very, very accomplished school district. Um, my kids did great through the through high school, through middle school. Uh, the school district took care of them. They they were great to me. They were great to my family. Um, of course, I got involved with Worcester Club and and being always being there with them when they played football, etc. So now that that you know that I'm doing this for me is just a is just a, a way of of showing that that gratitude, right, for all the things that that the school district and the administration did for my kids. They did great. They did you know they're great kids. I never had any problems with them in school. School district was excellent with them. And so, so now it's my time to give back, right? It's my time to say thank you. And so for that reason, I'm, I'm you know, very active with that board and I'm very appreciative for everything that the school district has done for my kids. And so I'm involved also with Junior League of Harlingen. I've been in Junior League for about nine years. I've served on different, on different roles with that organization. And it's a woman's, it's a woman's organization. Um, I'm also an appointed county commissioner to the housing authority for Cameron County. I was appointed a couple of years back, and this is serving uh, housing. Uh, we serve housing, public housing in Section Eight, and you know, being a part of that has also has also been an eye opener and uh, has humbled me down uh, quite a lot. Just seeing what the need is here in our community and, and for Cameron County, and all the resources that Cameron County has provided for for our residents. I'm also part of Fem City, and and uh, I've been a member of the Harlingen Rotary Club since the, pretty much since the week I moved to the Valley, which is close to ten years ago. So, with pretty much those are the organizations that come to mind right now. Um, but but here's the thing: so I, you know, I always tell people, if you're gonna serve on a board, you have to have you have to have a why. You have to have an attachment to that board for for you know in, in some way, shape, or form. Because if you don't, there's no reason why you should be there. You have to have compassion for what you're doing. You have to have an emotional attachment to that because that's the only way you're gonna do it. You're gonna you, you're gonna do a you're gonna do a good job. You're gonna you're gonna give it a hundred percent. You're gonna show up to the meetings and you're gonna be successful. Otherwise, don't even do it. You know, you can't just say, "Oh, I'm gonna join this board, join that board." Well, why? So just make sure that that you ask yourself why you're doing it and. You know, not not what what am I going to get out of it, but what can I give to this organization, right, to make it better? And of course, there's always there's always you know there's always an accomplishment, uh, the feeling of accomplishment, you know, after a while because what does it do? What what has it done for me? Uh, what what it's done for me is better relationships uh, with people, fostering business partnerships also because at the end of the day, with a lot of these organizations that I'm part of, um, it has definitely fostered stronger business partnerships with my job um, here at Valley Baptist, building trust in the community. You know, sometimes people say, oh, Maru, you, you know, you know, so many people or how are you part of this board and, and you've been successful? Well, at the end of the day, it's about trust, right? People need to trust you. They have to trust you and they have to trust the work that you're doing in that particular organization to be able to come back to you and say, yes, I will support it financially, or I would support it by volunteering, or I would support it by sending my child uh, to volunteer. And then, you know, one last thing is being resourceful, right? Because if you're not resourceful, then then you're not helping. You're not, you're not giving back. So you have to be resourceful. You have to be available because if you have this 
God-given talent, right, of, of being, of having this power of servanthood, then you have to be resourceful at the end of the day and be, be able to be there for other people and throw their ropes down and help others that want to do the same thing that you're doing. What is some advice or knowledge you can share with a young girl or a woman that's listening to this podcast and she may be interested in competing in the Miss Miss Team Cinco de Mayo Texas 2022 pageant? Uh, my advice would be to, first of all, educate yourself on the history of Cinco de Mayo as much as you can. That is very important. It's part of the criteria to participate in this pageant. Um, know, the, know the history, know the culture, practice, practice, practice in front of the mirror, ask yourself questions, um, and, you know, have someone else listen to your questions and answers um, just so that, you know, you can, you can be better prepared. Uh, community involvement is another another big uh, big thing for to participate in this pageant. Community involvement, uh, whether you're participating in the in the teen part of the pageant or the the miss or the the misses, you still need to be doing some part some type of uh, community involvement in your community. No matter no matter how small it is, anything anything matters. Anything anything that you're doing that you might you might just say, oh, well, I go to the nursing home and I volunteer three hours a week. Well, put them down. That's important, right? That's important. Um, take some pictures, of course, not of the residents, but of yourself doing something there. Um, take pictures, uh, keep track of all of those things that you're doing. And I mean, those are gonna be, that, that's gonna come into play. That's gonna be a big part of your of your uh, application. And, and just, you know, just, like I said, practice in front of the mirror, uh, try, on, try on different dresses, uh, ask yourself all the questions, right? You know, when you're alone, ask yourself questions, uh, Google research, ask your family questions about the history of Cinco de Mayo and, and you know, just, just go out there and, and, and sign up, sign up. And once you're signed up, then you know that, that you, you got to get it done. Right. And, and please, you know, just, don't don't feel that oh well you know what i am not pretty enough or i'm not you know tall enough or i'm not any woman can be part of this pageant anybody and everybody that that meets the criteria that i just mentioned to you earlier can participate in this pageant there's going to be a couple of other things that that the pageant director is going to ask you for but but please you know just if, you, if you've been wanting to do this for a long time or if you feel that you meet some of the criteria, hey, sign up. Sign up and then work on the rest. Um, the pageant is not going to take place until until next year, so you have time to prepare. And, and as far as uh, my title, I'm not going to compete in the pageant. I am just going to be uh, representing the Mrs. portion of, of the pageant, um, the Mrs. Cinco de Mayo, Texas, between now and the day of the, of the pageant. So my role is just going to be to represent and to to uh, empower other women um, and serve as a role model for anybody that's interested in participating in this pageant. And, and you know, anybody's interested in asking questions or have any ideas or concerns or um, anything that's going through their mind in regards to the pageant, please reach out to me. Uh, I'm on social media. You can reach out uh, or go to the pageant website or to the pageant uh, Facebook page or Instagram, um, and you can you can ask all the questions you, you want. Thank you so much, Mario. 
And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mujeres in the Know podcast. It's your host, Natalie here. And until next time, remember to please stay safe out there. Cuidado, por favor. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye and adios.